This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Jill Bennett is on vacation at Sterling Fox, back with you on this soggy Saturday morning in Vancouver, 7.34, and time to focus on the world of sport for a few minutes here. Big game tonight at BC Place, the LA Galaxy in town, and of course now we're talking whitecap soccer, and who better to do that with than our guy Jorge Mendoza, who is the Daily High Vancouver soccer writer and also competitive gaming community manager for EA Sports FIFA. Jorge, good to have you back on the radio. Good morning. Good morning, Sterling. Thanks for having me back. That's good to have you with us. A big trade for the Vancouver Whitecaps with one of their key guys, a, a guy that they were hoping to sell a lot of tickets this year. We're talking about Kakuta Mane. Tell us about it, be, the big deal between Vancouver and Columbus. It was certainly a, a big trade for the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, it was, uh, by all means, unpopular among uh, a large base um uh, of the fan base. However, uh, I believe that at the core, it's, it's a good deal by, by the White Cubs as they are getting uh, an improvement on, on another uh, area of the park where they desperately need help. But also, they get a, a fair chunk of cash that they can use to to boost uh, the squad further. And they can also um, get some extra, uh, extra money and, and some uh, conditional picks of the draft, uh, depending on, on what money does. Uh, uh, with with Columbus, but also uh, they're uh, giving away uh, Kudamane, who uh, it is it is a very uh, highly regarded uh, player around the league. However, for those of us who have seen him play over the last four plus years, it is a player who who has a lot of potential, but has never given the last step and and really uh, reached that potential. So so overall I think that uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps did a, a, a clever piece of business here interesting stuff now because he is a popular player and, and despite the fact that he has never uh, realized the potential that a lot of his big fans think he does have he's still very entertaining and you're quite right Jorge the uh, fallout from the deal uh, the Twitter sphere uh, kind of exploded there a little bit didn't it he certainly did uh, uh, people outpoured some some uh, Disappointment over over the deal uh, over Twitter and Facebook and 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 all other channels, but I think it's important uh, for us to, to understand that uh, on the pitch, I think that these will benefit the White Cups in the long term. Uh, I think the White Cups are very highly stacked in in the same areas where where Kudamane plays mm-hmm. uh, with other players that that can step up and and do uh, perhaps a better job than what he can possibly do. And in return, they're getting a, a very experienced international player that can play next to Matias Lava and, and make this team better. So so I think that in the long run, the Whitecaps will be a better team because of this deal. All right, interesting. So they, they give up a guy with, where they have reserve, a strong reserve position, or reserve players in that position and trading for a player uh, who plays a position that they're quite weak in and really needs some help. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk money. Can we talk money here? Because this is, you know, we're a hockey town. I keep saying this to your great disappointment, but we're used to these numbers. We're used to the Sedins at six million a year. A hockey rookie makes two hundred and fifty thousand a year. What kind of soccer numbers are we doing? A guy like Kakuta Mane, long-term contract, big player, sells a lot of tickets. What would he get paid? 
Well, that's 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 an interesting that's an interesting uh, uh, question, Sterling, because uh, in in a world where where a heavily um, league that has a, a high or a low salary cap, um, it, it's hard to really judge someone by. Uh, uh, by their salary in terms of, of what what they do on on the pitch. Okay. Uh, I think that it's uh, th- those numbers, especially if 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 a team is able to sign a player that that makes a huge impact on the pitch and they can b- bring it in for for a very uh, modest salary. I think that those are sort of like the gems that each team has to has to have. I think the Kudamani was in the main range uh, in terms of salary. Having said that, his contract was expiring at the end of this year. Right. Technically, Kekuda Mane uh, could have walked uh, and signed a new contract uh, as early as this summer with any other team and, and basically leave the Vancouver Whitecaps with the Whitecaps leaving anything in return. So this deal also minimized that risk. Right. Well, I mean, uh, and we hear about this, of course, again, in other sports with, with their trading deadlines and players in the last years of their deal, and their team trades them because rather than, as you suggest, a guy like Mane literally fitting, working out his contract, so all of the legalities have been honored, and then he can quite legally walk away. The Whitecaps decided to trade him so they get something for him instead of just let him walk away. Absolutely, absolutely. So they really minimize that risk at this particular time with dealing Mane before before he can, like you mentioned, walk away from, from the team with getting nothing in return. And they and they got a lot in return as well. So so that was that was a, a, a good a good move there. Okay, I've seen some numbers here, and I, and I need you to help me sort of uh, sort it out. We're talking about two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, Jorge, in uh, targeted allocation money, and another seventy five thousand dollars in general allocation money. These are some of the numbers attached with the deal that saw Mane trade to Columbus this week by the Whitecaps. Talk about, tell us about targeted and general allocation money. What's that mean? Oh, that's the wonderful world of Major League Soccer for you, Sterling. Basically, what this means is that, uh, as I mentioned, uh, the MLS has a, a heavy um, salary cap. And what general allocation money and targeted allocation money does is that it is a mechanism where teams can apply that money towards someone's salary to bring down the salary cap. So say, for example, a player makes a million dollars. Okay. And you want to bring that salary down so their impact on the cap is lower. So the teams have this this mechanism called allocation money that they can apply to so uh, in order for them to, to reduce that salary in the books. So if you make a million dollars, but the team has $300,000 in allocation money and they apply them to that contract, then the impact to the salary cap will be only 700000 Gotcha. Okay. So it's, it's a bit like, like quote unquote, like fake money that you can apply to, to drive uh, the salary down on the books of a player. Well, most, uh, most professional sports franchises, including the Canucks, have a, a vice president whose only responsibility is to manage the salary cap. Is it that dodgy in soccer, too? Do the Whitecaps have a money guy who basically just which rides the cap and does the deals? Uh, definitely. There, there's, uh, uh, there's different 
positions uh, within the uh, the front office structure that that deal with that, uh, including uh, soccer, someone who is in charge of soccer operations, uh, which which mostly would be uh, uh, dealing with these kind of situations. Okay, Jorge Mendoza. Last time you and I talked on the radio, the Whitecaps were hosting the uh, Toronto FC and lost that game. Uh, I hope you and I didn't jinx that at all. But the, the Whitecaps will be uh, on the pitch tonight at seven o'clock, hosting the LA Galaxy. Uh, what should we expect from both those teams tonight? It's going to be an interesting match uh, tonight because obviously we know that the Whitecaps have not had the best of stars of the season. Yep. Uh, they have lost two games at tied uh, tied one, while the LA Galaxy is in a similar position. Uh, they have also played three games. They have lost two, and they recently in the last game they they got a win against Real Salt Lake. So they are there are two teams that um, uh, they are needing uh, points that they're needing to start getting into a good form, and they're going to be trying to do just that. Uh, on the plus side, the Vancouver Whitecaps have started to perform a little bit better against the Los Angeles Galaxy over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the LS Galaxy is it's a uh, it's a strong squad. So so I think there's going to be a very entertaining match. I think the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, are going to need to to be on their best form if they want to take full points, which they have to uh, as they are home. Two teams looking for traction tonight at 7 o'clock at uh, BC Place. Vancouver Whitecaps hosting the Los Angeles Galaxy. Our thanks this morning and good to talk to you again to Jorge Mendoza, uh, the Daily High Vancouver soccer writer and soccer opinion giver extraordinaire. Look forward to our next conversation, Jorge. Enjoy the game tonight. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.